0: Welcome to Imagine Me in Utana, a Revolutionary Girl Utana podcast. I'm Panda. I'm your host, and I'm here with my co-host Alice. How you doing, Alice? I'm doing pretty good. Today we're not talking about an episode of Revolutionary Girl Utana, but instead the movie version of Revolutionary Girl Utana, known as Adolescence of Utana. And to help us talk about that, we have our good friend Abby. How you doing, Abby? Doing very well, thank you. This movie is amazing i just re-watched yes. it about an hour ago so i am pumped and full of feelings about it but alice has not seen it yet is that correct
1: that would be correct
0: and abby you also said you haven't entirely seen this movie either right well i've seen the whole thing it's just been a while
2: Okay, okay. I've seen it twice. I actually watched it almost about a year ago um, for the first time, and then I watched it over the summer working on Utana cosplay things, as one does.
0: Nice. hmm This is going to be Alice's introduction to the movie, and we've kind of made odd <laughs> references to this movie over the course of doing this podcast, but for anyone who is, for some reason, listening but hasn't watched the movie yet— the Revolutionary Girl Utena movie is a it's an amalgam of the entire series into an hour and 45 minutes. That is weird. Yeah. It's much weirder than its original series and mm-hmm. much more artistic and abstract and arguably in a lot of ways more true to the idea of Utena than even like the whole series was. And I just think that's really interesting, and it really does play out in an interesting way when we get to watching it.
2: Oh, yes, it does.
0: Before we get to talking about that, we have not done a follow-up episode about the Revolutionary Girl Utena series finale, which was very Uh, emotional, and some of us might have cried. (laughs) I'm not going to name names. But some of us might have cried. And I feel like before we can get started on the movie and move on to that, we need to process our feelings from the finale. And Alice, I was wondering if you have any further thoughts about the finale now that you've had a little bit of time to sit on it.
1: Well, I still like it. I'll, I'll say that first. Well, because um, it's amazing. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. that I'm trying to th- figure out how to articulate this exactly, but the, the what I'm left with is sort of a you know when it's, you can tell an ending is good not because you like it necessarily but because it satisfies. You can't yeah. imagine it being yes. another way. Yes, that is that that's my impression coming away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That this is I can't really imagine now that I've seen this. I really can't imagine that going a different way.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, leading up to this, it was sort of hard to imagine the way that this series could have ended at all. And then when you watch this ending, it's like, oh, yeah, this is a a coherent vision. Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of series or a lot of TV shows, like, you watch it and you get to the end. And it's like, well, yeah, I guess that happened. But, like, it doesn't necessarily feel like it was entirely designed that way from the beginning but for revolutionary girl utina this is just the only way that it could have possibly ended like yeah uh, it's it's just so magnificent
2: it it is that's exactly I, i had no idea what to expect i know when i watched it the first time and then when it was when it was it was like okay yeah this this is it yeah exactly what you all said it's how it's meant to be like it definitely was a vision kind of it all came together in a weird way, but in a very Utena way, because each is weird, and I love it.
0: Abby, do you have any particular thoughts about the ending, aside from its perfection? Aside from its perfection? Uh, yeah, it's funny. I was
2: actually looking back. Um, it's actually fitting that we're doing this kind of wrap-up before going on to the movie, because that's basically how I experienced the movie the first time, is I watched the series crying. I'm stopping at the end of it. I'm like, oh my god. Okay, now I need to watch this movie, because I've heard it's like even gayer, like more explicitly gay. <laughs> and I do <knew> something happening. <laughs> Which it is. Uh-huh. So I'm and told. it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was really surprised at the end. So I was looking back at my notes, like I wrote like 2,000 words after I finished um the show and the movie. Um and yeah, it's interesting looking back and seeing what my mindset was then and what it is now. Um but yeah I think what really I loved about it is just because for me Utan has always been a show about relationships. Um, and I love how at the end, it really becomes about those relationships, especially between women and women working together. Because, um, you know, Anthony, you know, is a revolutionary girl, too. Like, she, she's a revolutionary girl. Newton is. And they both through helping each other and their friendship and their relationship. It's just such a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a lot of feelings. And I'll probably talk more about these with the movie, I think. But a lot about gender roles and subversions and all that kind of stuff. So great.
0: Yeah, that's what I really love about the finale of Revolutionary Girl Utana because, like, it would be easy to just sort of buy into the idea that Akio tries to posit at the end of the series about how, like, oh, Utuna didn't even really do anything. Like, she's yes. gone and now everything's back to normal. But, like, then you notice that. Anthe is not back to normal. Anthe is leaving, and that was the revolution. That was what she needed to do. Is that was what she always wanted to do was to free Anthe, and as her last act, she managed to do that. And she's not dead. We know she's not dead. We have, as Abby lovingly provided for us, the pictures that were drawn of. Utana and Anthe reuniting we know that they do end up seeing each other again but like there's just that Utina using all of the last of what she has in that moment to set Anthe free yes. no matter like whether or not she actually gets to be the prince that she always wanted to be whether or not the prince means to her what it was supposed to mean, what she thought that it was going to mean. Like She did what she was supposed to do, which was to set Anthony free, and that's just so powerful. And in doing that, she set herself free. And I'm not <laughs> going to get emotional again, but <laughs> this awesome. movie is really good, and I'm excited yes. to talk about it. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And those those themes definitely carry over to the movie. No spoilers, obviously, but yes. the movie is this weird journey through the basic idea of Utana, mm-hmm. but at a much quicker pace and yes. in a much more surreal manner. Definitely. I've always thought of it as kind of like, I don't
2: know, I have my own, especially because I went right from the series to the movie. Like I have my own kind of, I'll be curious, watching again to see if it remains the same, this kind of weird alternate universe kind of take on it. Like, I thought of it kind of as a sequel, but I think it's also just kind of a retelling, really, and focusing on these core themes. And Ikuhara could just go off and make it
0: as gay as he'd wanted to, finally. Um, so there's that too.
3: <laughs>
0: well, they kind of, I'm not going to give anything away, but they do kind of imply in mm-hmm. the movie especially towards the beginning, that this is not the first time this has happened. Yes. So if you wanted to think of the movie as a sequel to the series in the way that like, it's like a time loop and they keep having to do everything over and over again until Groundhog Day they manage to get it right, then I feel Mm -hmm. like that would be a fair interpretation of this movie and its relationship to the anime. Because like... Yeah. Yeah, it is sort of time loops and the movie does substantiate the idea that it's time loops. Yeah.
1: So it's End of Utena?
0: It is End of Utena, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's actually how people describe it. There are people who do refer to this movie as End of Utena, referencing the End of Evangelion movie, mm-hmm. Neon Genesis Evangelion movie, End of Evangelion. There's... The relationship between the two of them is uh not that far off I think
2: yeah I'll it's it's been a while i I don't know if I'd actually seen end of Eva
0: when I have watched this so I'll be
2: curious to come with those perspectives because end of Ava
1: there a are while. people who seen end of Eva
2: yeah it, it took me a while to watch Eva but I'm glad I did because it was it was amazing
1: I just assume everyone has seen that movie
2: yeah it that's fair. That's fair. That's why I was like, I need to watch this. This, <laughs> this is formative. This needs to be a part of my, my, my anime
0: education. You guys ready? Ready.
1: I'm very ready. Right. <laughs> and there we have rocks. Yep. Oh, and I can't read that.
0: I can't either. It's in Japanese. I need to learn more kanji. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you knew what I said. I should. No. I
1: took three days of Japanese, and then I dropped it out of the class.
2: Every time I see Sega, I just think Sonic. Every time, me Same.
3: too. <laughs> Gotta go fast. Do
1: you hear the Sega in your head? Because mm-hmm. I do. Mhm. Uh, I'm ex- okay. Ooh. I'm really, really curious what this is going to be like. Because <laughs> I keep hearing about this movie, but and how? Weird well, now it you're is. about
2: to experience it. The Utena experience. The end of Utena.
0: Technically, yeah. Yeah.
1: And the bells.
0: opening yes. shot of the movie is Bells, and there's Anthe and, I guess, Akio? That's gotta be yeah, Akio. I think it standing is. Standing in the top of the highest tower at Otori Academy, and then it's just Anthe, and then there's a quick zoom out, and there's a bunch of staircases. We're gonna have Harry Potter staircases in this movie, just a warning. They're just going to move, and there's going to be no explanation. We just saw a brief silhouette of Anthe and Dios, and then opening credits start rolling. So there we go. Oh, I love this music. Yeah, the music in this movie, I'm not listening to it currently, but... If you guys are listening to it, it is amazing, and I highly recommend, even if you're not like watching this movie for whatever reason, just look up the music later, because it's Please. so good.
1: It's so good. Yeah, this is really good. I like it. This is super Okay, metal.
0: so a few things about this movie. One, Utena has short hair. Yes. Kind
1: of. No.
0: Utena has short hair like- until the movie decides that she has long hair, and then she suddenly has long hair again. Yeah. But for the most part, she's going to have short hair, whereas Anthe yeah. is going to have long hair for pretty much the entire movie. She does not go back and forth between hair lengths.
1: This displeases me.
0: There is the implication earlier in the series and – earlier in the movie and throughout the movie, that before the time that the movie took place, Utana and Toga were in a relationship with one another. Oh. I know, I hate it too, but it's fine because it's over now by the time the movie starts, so we didn't have to see any of that. Thank God. But this movie does function on the premise that Utena and Toga did have a relationship with one another previously to the beginning of the movie. So that is important to know as we start out. And we're about to get into it. There's a bunch of blackboards and they're all moving around each other. What the hell? I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's really cool looking actually. We see Utana sitting in a classroom where all of these blackboards are oh, moving around. That uniform. What? She looks so cute in this uniform.
2: Oh my god. The Harakatenno vibes are really strong.
1: Also, why does she look like she's a character from Persona?
0: Oh my god, she does. She is too cool for Persona, that's why. She meets Wakaba for the first time in this classroom, because this series also operates on the assumption that this is Utsuna's first day of class. And Wakaba has just introduced herself to Utsuna, and it's very cute. Of course they're going to be friends. As we get a better look at these moving staircases, these Harry Potter staircases, we hear a voiceover that is: uh, "These are Shadow Girls doing a radio show, and it's important to note that these Shadow Girls are Eco and Fco." The
1: true gospel. There was never a Bko.
0: Eco and Fco. That also kind of plays into the time loops theory of this, Mm -hmm. if you think about it. This is
1: the weirdest fucking school. Can I just say that?
0: I love it. Yeah. If you thought that Otori Academy from the series was weird, it is nowhere near as weird as Otori Academy of the movie. Yeah. Because it's just a whole bunch of staircases moving around with no aim or direction, and Wakaba seems to know where she's going, and she's sort of leading Utena to wherever, I guess. It doesn't really matter.
1: This otori is like eldritch. It's, it's like something out of like Lovecraft.
0: It is. Yeah, that's not, uh, that's not an incorrect assessment. Wakaba has led Utena to where the fencing club is dueling, and unlike the fencing room at the series Otori. This is like a giant football field of fencing, yes. basically, that just has two people on it, and we can tell from the colors on their uniforms uh-huh. that this is undoubtedly going to be Jury and Mickey. The best Wakaba referred to Jury as the prince. That's important to know. Jury's hair in this movie is amazing. I wow! Love
1: it. I did not expect this- that.
0: Scene of Jury taking her helmet off and her hair cascading down her shoulders and back is incredible and worth the watching of the movie alone. Honestly. We're ignore the fact that the subtitles identify <laughs> her as Jury with a Y because that is wrong. Heresy and not tolerated on this like podcast. It. <laughs> nope. It's the old
2: romanization, apparently, my roommate explained to me. So that's why. So okay,
1: like, short hair Utena is just messing with me here.
0: I love it. It's so androgynous, like, perf. Utena catches a glimpse of Toga <gasps> in a window, and it kind of throws her off, because she wasn't expecting to see him she just here. Looks,
1: she, she just looks like like a like a Victorian age newspaper boy.
0: It's amazing. I yeah. Yeah. her to see something like
1: out of all of her twists.
0: Utena disappears, and Wakaba's like, Utena, where are you? And then we see Rose Garden, or Roses at least. Yeah, it's a garden, I think. Wow. Yeah, I guess that. that is a garden. It's it doesn't not have garden. the cage over it, though. It's not the garden we're used to, certainly. But it's in a similar place. like
1: a serious um, Evangelion vibe with, that, with the weird crosses in the gardens and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, this is very Eva- Toga is watching Utena run towards the roses. Who well, him, really? She's not here. Kinda, yeah. Mm. Every detail of this movie is just so gorgeous to look at, honestly. Even in this mm-hmm. like dismal 360p, you can still like catch <laughs> all of the like the gorgeous detail that has been put into this animation. Toga says, "How many years has it been since we met mm-hmm. like this?" Remember our promise to go to the planetarium. We've yet to go. Ooh. This is the implication that they have done this before. All this has happened before. All this will happen again.
1: So say we all. Basically. Wait, what do you mean?
0: Uh, Battlestar Galactica. But
1: <laughs> no, I mean but like mm-hmm. done what before.
0: That they've that this is working on time loops like Ava, where they're just doing this over and over again to get a different result,
2: and it kind of echoes the the um,
0: the sagas themselves. I thought you
1: were, thought you were joking.
0: Mm-mm. Oh no, I meant literally. I was being very serious. Welcome to the movie. <laughs> this definitely implies that they are doing this on time loops.
1: I like Togo's design in this movie a lot more.
0: Yeah, and he has that red rose, which is interesting. His uniform is much more detailed, and it suits him. It's also more predominantly black, whereas his mm-hmm. uniform before was more predominantly white. Did anyone else expect in the pause there for the music to start playing from the series when they have like the series like the bumpers? Oh I yeah, did yeah I had that vibe
1: for a second. I did.
0: Utana is looking at the roses in the little garden. And she's on her knees, and she sees a white rose, and it starts to bloom in front of her. Symbolism. There's hilarious. a light in the middle of the bloom. Wow, this
1: yeah. movie is just beautiful.
0: The rose gives Utna a ring. Oh man, there's the sound of the water. Yeah, oh, it's really good. This oh, movie man. is so... Oh, man attentive to detail petals start to fall all around them utana looks up and sees a platform where all the petals are falling from he says what is that
1: weird school weird ass building
0: ah elevator (laughs) utana manages to find the staircase we don't know how she got there but it doesn't really matter
1: god this is like this is studio shaft level scenery porn
0: it's so
2: good my, my desktop background is actually from this movie, because it's just so pretty.
0: Oh, nice.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That's a lot of roses. Utena
0: makes her way up to the platform, and it is entirely covered in red roses. And it was dropping those petals down onto the ground where she was. There's something about the way that Utena's outfit is in such clean black and white lines that really feels symbolic to me. Oh yeah.
1: Did you notice that she walks differently?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, she's holding herself like a lot like straighter, like more regal bearing.
1: Mm-hmm. Eh? <laughs> and the whole thing with her sticking her hands in her pockets. Very boyish. It's Anthe.
0: She hears a voice asking her, "Are you not afraid?" This is my rose bear? garden. It's Anthe and she's standing there with her hair down, holding roses. No
2: glasses their this time. Me-
0: she says, this is my rose garden, but in reality, I'm the one captive to the roses. Not subtle. Uh. Not at all. This movie does not waste its time with subtlety. Uh, when Anthe pulls her hair back behind her ear is so precious. She's adorable.
1: I love that their first meeting in this like version is not violent at all. Well, yeah. <laughs> well I mean, this right here. So far.
0: When Anthe sees that Utana has a dualist ring, everything stops and her face just freezes. Oh, dear. She tries to take the ring from Utana, but Utuna like, tries to wrestle away from her. She says, it's mine. It's the mark of the rose. Anthony asks her, how do you know that name? And then we hear everyone's favorite shithead, Seonji.
1: Looking like he stepped off the oh bridge of some bad sci-fi battleship. <sighs>
0: His hair. He asks her what she's doing with the Rose Bride and says only authorized persons are allowed here. But then he sees her ring and says, I see you are also a dualist. And Utham's like, what? He says, you do qualify to come to this square. And she says, qualify? What do you mean? And he tells her not to play dumb and sort of flashes his sword at her. Utena says, wait, do you know what this is? And she holds out her ring. And Sanji's like, what are you talking about? The mark of the rose is the proof of the duelists who may win the rose bride by duel. And Utena still has no idea what's going on, obviously. But she's like, to win you? Looking at Anthe. And notice the way when Seonji grabs Anthe, she's just entirely frozen. Yeah, she's like, like a doll. She yeah, does not even move. He says, "Perhaps you weren't meant to be my match in a duel after all." And Utena's like, "The fuck you say? Is it just me, or does Anthe look lighter yeah. in this movie?
2: She she is. It's her her um her bindi is also more
1: prominent.
0: Yeah, yeah." And no glasses, which is
1: it's just, interesting. New Anthe yeah. so weird.
0: It'll take some adjustment, but you'll be fine. Well, That was very guillotine, the way that slammed down the gate. Yeah, the rose gate slammed down in a way that was very reminiscent of a guillotine. Yeah. And Anthe picks up the roses because Seonji told her to prepare the duel. She puts a red rose on Seonji's chest but she puts the white rose on Utena's Aww. chest. <sighs> so many emotions. Yeah. The way she looks at Utena throughout this whole movie is just so... emotions. Yeah. She asks Utena if she has a sword, and Utena's like, what are you talking about? And Anthony says, one isn't permitted to duel without a sword. That's say you saying it, I think. That, you're right. I noticed him moving his mouth as you're soon fine. as I was finished talking. Yes. Utena goes and she picks up a broom, and she's going to use that as her sword, mimicking the wooden sword she used in the first duel in the series. Yeah, it is significantly more badass. It feels kind of out of a kung fu movie when she says that. And then Sayonji slaps Anthe because I have to watch Anthe be slapped in every (sighs) version of this story for the rest of my life. It is our curse. (laughs) Seonji refers to Anthe as his possession.
1: And that and now she's in fight mode. Yeah. Wow, he looks like crazy.
0: He looks, Seonji yeah. looks crazy in these scenes. His eyes are giant and wild. And Anthe, is she off to the side, like covering her ears? That's really sad. Yeah, Anthe looks much more miserable rather than complicit. Oh no, she's just bored almost. I don't know. I don't remember. It's hard to read her.
1: She kind of just expects Seonji to win.
0: I just love the way everyone's hair is animated in this movie. Yes. Seonji realizes that Utina is a girl. (laughs) And she's like, because he saw her titties. And she's like, well, I never said I was a boy. And he's like, let's call it quits. You don't understand anything. And he goes to like, finish her. But then what? Anthe jumps and grabs Utena and smooches her on the mouth. Wait, what? What is permitted to do without a sword?
1: What? Mm-hmm. What is going Anthe on? Anthe is
0: now in a different Rose Bride dress than the one that we are used to. That gets last in a while. She lifts up and a sword begins to rise from her chest an image that we're very much used to at this point. But Utsuna's not, in this version anyway. She goes to grab the sword, and it's beautiful and magnificent, and Anthe's dress is, like, flapping in the wind, and Utsuna's hair comes down, even though it wasn't, like, up to begin with. And her outfit is also different, if you'll notice. Yeah, yeah. Her her uniform looks a little bit more like the prince uniform that she used to wear, but kind of like inverted. And we see those bells again. The bells that signal that she has won the duel with her fl- hair flapping majestically in the wind.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that the I do I do notice the inversion is everywhere of color.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anthe's dress, which was normally very red with some pink accents, is now very pink with some red accents. Oh, this There's
2: is very black dorm. rose
0: saga, like whew,
2: like memorial hall.
1: I love that the dorm is the yeah. same, even though it makes even less sense now. Yeah.
0: That was one of my favorite parts when watching this earlier. When I noticed that the dorm room was exactly the same as in the series, it felt so familiar and comfortable. Aww. Aww. Uzana has a sad moment looking at the picture frame.
1: Oh, they were childhood friends.
0: Take a moment to notice the frame later yeah. when we get another close-up shot of it. It actually kind of looks like Ruby and Sapphire from It CD does. Universe. I totally thought that. Anthe comes into Uzna's room and sits down on the bed, and Uzna's like, I was just about to go to sleep and I don't invite people to my room. <laughs> and Anthe's like, Well then I should leave for the night. And Uzna grabs her Wait, and what? they both fall on the bed. <laughs> And they're kind of just, like, facing each other. And Usna says, I'm not letting you go home. And Anthe says, of course not.
1: Uh, What is going on right now?
0: (laughs) Usna asks Anthe about the ring. He's like, you know what this is, right? And Anthe says, those who possess it qualify for the duel. Utena says, that Seonji guy. He said he duels everyone because he wants you. What does everyone get when they win you?
2: Oh, Utena, always oblivious. <laughs> Utena is so
0: naive. I love her. Wow, she okay. doesn't say Utena-sama,
2: which yeah. is really interesting.
0: Anthe kisses Utena's hand and Utena says, do you always do this to the winner of the duel? And Anthe says, I'm the rose bride. I, enga- I obey the one I am engaged to. Wow, this... And she moves her hand down Utena's body.
1: This is a very different Anthe. Yup. Wow. It
0: is implied that Anthe begins to touch Utena in a way that she is uncomfortable with. And Utena jumps up and is like, what the fuck? And Anthe's like, you have so many cute clothes in your closet. And Utena's like, so what? Do you have a problem with that? And Anthe starts to kind of get close to her again. And Utena pushes her away. And Anthe's like, who, me? seriously look it looks just like ruby and sapphire
1: Whoa, it It really does holy crap
0: yeah it's it's uh it's interesting ah yes i forgot about this and here we are one of the other conceits of this show is that shiori and toga seem to have an interesting relationship that's one way of putting it yeah
1: the prince was killed a childhood friend of mine did it what the hell
0: what is shiori's uniform right now it's it's so funny. Shiori has on the regular uniform, but it's a little different. It's, it's like a ruffly. little more ruffly. She's telling a story about how her childhood prince went missing, despite mm-hmm. the fact that they were supposed to go steady together. And the reason he went missing is because he saved a childhood friend of hers, which we'll learn is Juri, because of course it is. Ha! Ah, yep, Juri and Shiori. Always connected. The Jury Shiori conflict in this series seems to be Shiori liked this guy. Jury was gonna die. This guy saved Jury from dying, and since he died, Shiori's like mad about
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Wakama get into a duel of her own.
0: We have this cute little scene of everybody uh, working together to clean the school pool, I guess, is what they're yeah. doing.
3: What do you- That's what it looked like. What you think
0: and Wakaba had a cute little scene where she was using her broom to pretend like she was dueling with another student who was like, Wakaba, cut it out. Where
1: Where are their pants?
0: They're not wearing pants. They're wearing swimsuits and then they have jackets over them.
1: That's so strange.
0: Eh it's not that strange
1: oh it is a pool you're right
0: yeah it is a pool utina asks toga about what kind of girl Anthe is utina says she's weird because anyone who wins the duel she'll I and i feel like utina is slut shaming Anthe right now does anyone else get that there's that vibe going on she yeah she's not quite
2: comfortable with sexuality in general it seems like and then yeah anthe coming on to her just she doesn't know what to make of it
0: she finds herself very uncomfortable with the idea of anthe coming on to whoever it is that mm-hmm. she's engaged to yeah as
1: well fat that that might also include toga
0: yeah that's also yeah. part of it is we'll find out later is that uzana is very upset by the idea that anthe and toga may have been together Yeah.
1: She's so different in every way.
0: Well, a part of Anthe's character is that she has to be subtle throughout the series, Mm -hmm. but this this movie doesn't have time for subtlety, so we kind of have to get to the real Anthe pretty much immediately. Yeah, which makes it a very interesting film, because we get to explore more of that part of Anthe. It certainly adds another dimension to Anthe as a character. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I forgot about this. <laughs> Toga is on the phone with Akio, and Akio is kind of recounting his mm-hmm. and Anthe's origin story about yeah. like the prince dying, and the mob getting angry, and beating on the door, and calling Anthe a witch. Anthe's so precious. Oh. Akio says, "Yes, my sister really was a witch. She had magical powers, but there was another secret. We see Dio's fall over, and Akio says the Rose Prince was really the Lord of the Flies. Well then. My sister, the witch, used her magic to change him into a prince. So when my sister's magic faded, the prince returned to his true self.
2: There is no prince at
0: <laughs> all. Basically, There's kind of a cute scene of Toga painting Shiori's toenails, which I kind of love.
1: It is rather easy. So bizarre.
0: It just doesn't seem like something that Toga would normally do. It, it sort of puts him in like a subservient role. Maybe he
1: would if he Mm -hmm. could like dramatically monologue during it. (laughs) True. That's fair. Well then.
0: And we see Mickey and Kozue in the bath together and Kozoway is doing Mickey's eyebrows. <laughs> this is pretty much all we see of Kozaway for most of the series, well by the way. Which does include ah! includes some well casual good. incestuous knife play.
1: Um, 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 <laughs> Why? Oh, I... Hey, Damn. I
0: didn't make it. I just put it into words. It's one way to put it into words. <laughs>
1: Did you have to say it exactly like that?
0: I thought that when I watched it earlier, so I had to bring it to the podcast. (sighs) I regret nothing.
2: Ah, yes, this is important.
0: We learn that when Togo was a child, he was sold to his current father, Mm -hmm. or as you could also say... His daddy. I hate you. <laughs> no. Stop it. No.
1: For God's sake. I size.
0: also don't apologize for that. That's the
2: end of it, I swear. God. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> this is why Toga had to keep his hair long. So this is some interesting backstory there.
0: Yeah, apparently the guy who nice bought night, Toga though. was like, you gotta keep your hair long. And being bought by this guy allowed him to participate in the dueling game at Otori. Okay, well. For whatever that means. weird...
1: Shit that's going on with the the um, bed is kind of unsettling. What the fuck?
0: This is an interesting scene. Okay, so we mostly see the sheets doing some weird stuff, but we hear Shiori talking about Jury. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of important. Shiori is talking about how Jury has a locket that has her picture in it, which of course we already know, but what Something to point fuck? out here is that Jury is very upset about this idea. And apparently we are forced to watch oh.
3: Toga's
0: adopted father be very rough and inappropriate with yeah. him over this little monologue of Shiori's. Yeah. But Shiori calls Jury gross and disgusting before... Her back erupts, and then these sheet butterfly wings come out of her back. I don't. What I can't the be expected hell? to explain this. I don't think that there is it an explanation. I, uh, am I high right now? How did this happen? It's a metamorphosis. Yep.
1: Ichihara is on some kind of like messed up acid.
2: I'm sure this is a certain type of butterfly, though. Around these,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I mean cabbages or lettuce? I don't know. Uh,
0: I've been on acid, and this is not what acid is like. <laughs>
1: oh my god god
0: but this this stuff with toga is so hard toga is dad oh my
1: god oh
0: father yeah and then we're done with that thank god thankfully and we're back to just toga and shiori in bed together talking And (laughs) shiori drew a picture on toga's back of like a cartoon alligator kind of yeah they were it's It's very good i mean we're talking at the beginning of the movie how
2: not to draw on your boyfriend's back when you have um, swim class the next day. Uh, oh,
0: I didn't yeah. even notice that. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: First off, they look badass. Second off, this darkness leads to the end of the world. Is a gr- what the fuck?
0: Mickey and Jury are walking down a dark, mysterious hallway together when suddenly a light turns on, and they think they see Dios, but then Dios kind of fades away, and Jury says it will soon begin the revolution. God,
1: this is so what much happened? cooler than the series. It has like a weird Akira vibe to it.
0: It does feel like Akira, doesn't it? Oh my gosh. Akira, yeah. I just know in a lot of ways. So this sort of garage? Yeah, they're in this sort of garage, it looks like. And they're talking about the end of the world and why they want power. And Mickey asks jury why she participates in this game and jury says i want power so i can be free of everything yeah
1: she wants to become the an Ubermensch.
0: and then oh, she yeah. cozies up to mickey and is like we're alone do we have to talk about such unromantic is this things? where my
1: forbidden ship comes true
0: don't talk to me like that oh no that. oh no don't don't tell me don't say these words to me don't don't say those <laughs> this is forbidden that's why i am This is for- forbidden <laughs> What would you even call that ship name? Like it would just be Mickey or Jury, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's why it's beautiful.
0: Shiori shows up in this haunted that's garage. A party. <laughs> And she's talking to Jury, and she's like, I, I'm sorry, I know I shouldn't be here. And Jury's like, What's wrong? And Shuri's like, I felt so lonely. I wanted to see you, Juri. Because, you know, she's totally not like trying to take advantage of Juri or anything. That's not, that never happens with Shuri and Juri. I don't
3: know what you're
2: saying. That talking never about. happens.
1: What is going on?
2: Oh my God, it's the Akio like panthe music.
0: Like- yeah, that's, that's interesting. You know, she already asked Jury what she knows about Utana Jury says she likes Toga. She came here since she become a duelist. Uh, so
1: there's some asymmetric kind of information I'm having here. Yeah, I do like that they actually address what other people think about, like what the student council thinks about her, the way she presents herself. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
2: we get so many different perspectives this movie.
1: Ah, look at Mickey being wise, uh, my boy.
0: Fucking strange, Jury. Oh man, my heart. <laughs>
1: What is up with the school, though?
0: The next scene, we are at the platform where Anthe's rose garden is. And Anthe's just sort of standing on the edge with her hair flowing in the wind. You know, like you do.
1: I mean, wouldn't you?
0: (laughs) Yeah, probably.
1: Especially. She turns
0: around to see a figure walking through the gate. That figure is, of course, our beloved heroine, Utenatenjo. Aww, oh my gosh! She says, "What's the matter in an hour like this?" Ushna says, "You're tending to your roses." Anthy says, "Because I'm the rose bride." Aww. She's using a more elaborate version of the watering can that she usually uses in the series. Oh,
1: she's like, "I must have said something to offend you again."
0: Do you really do those things to the person who wins the duel? Such as, are you perhaps inquiring about Kiryu? Oh. And Utana grabs the watering can and throws it aside. And she's badgering Anthe because she says that Toga started to act different. It was you, wasn't it?
1: Oh, geez.
0: She's accusing Anthe of having seduced Toga away from her. She says, I thought he'd be beside me. He was when father and mother went away. Ah. I thought he'd be, always be beside only me. We said we'd gaze at the stars together forever. Forever. Anthony kind of moves up and says, stars?
1: Anthony does a weird nuzzle thing. And? Yeah.
0: Aw. Aw. is kind of collapsed onto Anthony's lap, and her head is in Anthe's lap, and Anthony's kind of just sh- stroking her head, and Anthony gets up. Utena kind of readjusts herself. Anthe takes a hatchet and she blows the water line, but it also turns off all the what? power.
2: I love this scene. The- like Words cannot
0: describe how much what, I love this scene. What's Actually, me too. I love that all of the water gathers and Utena doesn't wake up, but then a rose gently hits her head and suddenly she's awake. The water beneath Utena looks like stars because it's reflecting oh. the stars above them.
1: Oh, wow. This is re- It's
0: really yeah. gorgeous. It's, it's beautiful. beautiful. Anthe is standing in front of the flowing water from the pipe that she hit with the hatchet. They're just kind of looking at each other. And it's Aww. beautiful. It is beautiful. Wow. <gasps> and it begins the song. Utina's uniform changes and her hair falls down and Anthe's in her rose bride dress again. They take each other's hands. It's really hard not to
2: sing along right now. I'm just saying- I love the song so much.
0: <laughs> Utena and Anthy start to dance.
1: I kind of wish I knew mm-hmm. what the words to the song meant.
0: Oh, I have to look it up later. It's they're they're beautiful. Utena and Anthe are dancing, and you can see above the water that they're in their outfits that they were before, but in the reflection, they're in the bride dress and Utena's duelist uniform that she got when she was in the duel earlier. And we see even more, the rose petals are falling from the platform all around the school. This song really is so beautiful. It's um
2: at times love is, is the name of it, the trend.
0: I I don't even have words for like this dance that they do because it's just so beautiful and tender.
2: I know. I'm like, if I ever get married, I want to dance to this song. (laughs) It's so beautiful. Exactly. This
1: movie is just so beautiful. I just it is get over
0: that. it's a feast for the eyes. Like and the ears. It's just ah uh, everything. Next day, Utena is staring out the window at her class. And is that onion prince that's talking to Wakaba? So. It might be, yeah. I don't quite remember, but it looks like him, and I would be willing to bet that they added that in as like a little Easter egg that Wakaba oh. was talking to her onion prince. Uh yeah, and they're gonna go do some drawing. Uzuna and
1: Wakaba are not really as interacting as much in this movie.
0: No, and it's kind of sad because their their interactions are so great in the show. But
1: you oh know, my god, if you
0: got to trim from somewhere, their um their notebooks for their sketches
2: have the French word for a sketch on them because this is Ah, oh,
0: I didn't notice that. Yeah, cool <laughs> cute.
1: guys, this is literally like an M.C. Escher drawing happening here.
0: Their teacher has instructed them to get into pairs, and they will draw each other. And Anthe is leading Utena over a series of increasingly complicated staircases (laughs) to an observation room that they get to from an elevator. Utena's like, are we allowed up here? And Anthe's like, it's all good, man. You know, paraphrasing. Obviously,
1: I mean, I wish she had said it like that. It would have been
0: really good if she had said it like that.
1: It's all good, man.
0: (laughs) And
2: it sounds like they're plane, like a plane taking off or something.
1: Yeah, Yeah,
0: it looked like a plane was going across the sky, like you could see the trail of it, and Mm -hmm. then you kind of hear that as they're looking out the window.
1: Of course, that would imply that there's a world outside of Votori.
0: Not necessarily. They just have an airport. The plane could be part of the illusion. Utena apologizes to Anthe for having gotten emotional last night, and Anthe says, never mind, you're engaged to me. And Utena's like, can you stop saying engaged? I'm not going to be dueling. She takes off her ring, and Anthe's eyes get a little wide, and she's like, you don't like me after all, do you? And like, it's not that. If we're going to be close, let's do it properly. Which is kind of sweet, I think, actually.
1: Got back to my room and I felt better. Utana
0: still has kind of her, uh, maybe her compulsory heterosexuality uh, ingrained in her a little bit in this, but yeah. she seems more open to the idea of being with Anthony on like an like just sort of a, on an idea level.
2: Yeah, like emotionally, like talking about things. Yeah.
0: This entire time Utana has been drawing Anthe, but it's time for Anthe to draw Utana, And apparently, <laughs> apparently Anthe has instructed Utena to take her clothes off. Um, and is so uncomfortable. She's <laughs> hiding behind her sketch pad. She's fully nude, but she's hiding behind her sketch pad. And it's really <laughs> precious. And she looks so nervous and she's blushing. And I know she's embarrassed and I shouldn't think that that's cute, but it's utina so I can't not.
1: I love that she's like, But you said there should be no secrets. Anthony just stares at her <laughs> for a couple of seconds. <laughs> like, Yes, excellent.
0: Utina says, if I'm the only one being the model, it isn't fair.
1: She's, look at that voice though. It's just like, ah. Uh, uh.
0: She's very shaky right now. She's very nervous. Anthony gets that? up and says, that's true. And she starts to take off <laughs> her
2: clothes. Oh, Anthony. <laughs> oh, Something's never going
0: Yep. <laughs> Utina says, you don't have to do that. But as we can see from her silhouette, Anthe is butt naked now.
1: Oh, poor Utena is so white.
0: Utena is so uncomfortable right now. That, this is the adolescence of Utena. This is her awkward teenage phase. Like. <laughs> it is literally the adolescence of Utena. Oh, dear. There's the implication that all of the paintings that are in the observatory all basically make up a big painting of Anthe's naked body. And we see a brief glimpse of Anthe and Akio together. We don't really know who Akio is yet, but we know because we know that that's Akio. They got rid of his mullet for the most part. Everybody's got short hair and long hair. Everybody's different now.
1: Look how horrified she is. Oh, wait, what the fuck? It's like a hole.
0: Yeah, there's like a hole in Anthe, like where the sword would be too. Hmm. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. This is a great scene. It's Eco and Fco again, and apparently one of them has a controversial videotape. It's a scandalous tape that they're about to play for us. Here we go. Stato. Oh my god, that's adorable. We see a cow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Familiar cow. A very familiar
0: cow. The cowbell. And Choo
1: Choo. Choo Choo. Choo.
0: Choo. I think this is the only time we see Choo Choo, which makes me a little upset, but I'll get over it. Oh Oh
1: my god.
0: It's Nanamoo. 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 Nanamu. I love it. It's Naname as a cow, and the three chorus boys that are always following her around are elephants, and they kind of throw her across the ground and she's just like mmm. and choo-choo's like choo-choo you know like they do and naname is about to like charge on choo-choo basically <laughs> she inhales him with the force of her nose wait oh.
1: that's that's the thing that yeah um,
0: she, also thing she inhales do. shiori's doodle that was on Toga's back. I don't know what it is or how it got there, but there it is. So, shrug.
1: The fuck is this about?
0: It's a non sequitur.
1: What the hell? The
0: alligator thing extends its jaw and tries to eat Choo Choo. And Efko <laughs> is like, is this really the scandalous Videotape? And is like, oops, nope, here's the real scandalous Videotape. And it's Akio sans mullet, and he's getting out of his car, and- Is that Nanami? It's not- I thought it was uh, Kane. Kane. It's Kane. It's not Nanami. It's Kane. He gets out of his car, and he, like, escorts Kane out of the car, and they're, like, dancing. Dance courts, more like. He's kind of talking back to the camera as if he can hear them. They say, what a nice-looking guy. What a nice-looking car. And he says, but this car won't run. I've lost the key. What the hell? He gets into a taxi, and then the next shot is him getting out of the taxi, and then he... Oh, my God. <laughs> slides over <laughs> it in a dramatic fashion because he's Accio, and I hate him. He says, I'm home. He's pouring drinks for him and Anthe... And the voiceover is talking about how Akio takes care of his sister, Mm -hmm. Anthe, and they're very close. The scandal starts here. We zoom in on Akio, and the music kind of stops, or kind of like falters. It skips. And there's the implication that Akio has been drugging Anthe,
1: Mm-hmm. What the fuck? We have something
0: into her drink before giving it to her. But then we just get the bells again, and the voiceover says, this is the secret of the Rose Bride. And we see wow,
1: Utsuna and Anthe
0: smooch in silhouette. Then we see Juri pull a sword out of Shiori. And we're about to see Utsuna and Juri duel, which is very great. Oh, because Juri is gorgeous in this movie. She is. Yeah. Bless her hair. It's like not in those sausage curls, like completely. She has this like gorgeous Medusa hair behind her. She's got the little ringlets in the front, but like, ah, oh, it just it moves with her every movement, and it's amazing and beautiful.
1: The duels in this movie are so much better.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of taking place on an isolated platform, we see this duel taking place on a little platform, but where everyone can see it in the middle of the school mm-hmm. amid all these traveling staircases.
2: Yeah, there's an aspect of performance here that's absent from the series.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: he just leaves in the middle. Okay.
1: She knows who's going to win.
0: Mm-hmm. True. Jury tells Utina that she's good. She'd be good as one of her club members. Utina kind of falters as she like is slightly bested by Jury for a moment. And Jury's like, You really have no idea what's going on, do you?
1: Just sidestepping her.
0: The mark of the rose doesn't look good on you. Jury, Queen of Shade. Always. Something's never changed. Utana said, I can't afford to lose. And Juri said, What? Do you love Toga that much? And Mickey curiously says, What is she talking about? Who is this Toga? But Toga is what? standing right behind him?
1: I mean, I mean, is he is he questioning if it's the same one? That's just a bad translation?
0: No, that's I think that's what he means. I don't think that we have the student council in this version mm-hmm. because if i remember yeah. correctly they don't really mention it at all oh, so you're right, they haven't. these students don't necessarily all know each other in the way that the student council did
1: now you say that you're right i have not heard them mention that
0: i don't think that they mention it throughout the whole movie no i don't think that's a thing in this oh. jerry says are you are you already down your princeliness It just reminds me, like, Han Solo making fun of Leia, like, it's
1: kind of,
2: yeah,
0: Yeah. your (laughs) highnessness. And for a moment, Utina seems to look like Dios, and Anthy rushes over. Jerry says, my, my, are we still playing Prince, Miss Tenjo?
1: Ah, so she can't see it. She doesn't see
0: that Utina looks like Dios right now, but Anthy does. And her sword glows a little. Suddenly, Utana is manages to cut the rose from Juri's chest, and she wins the duel. Anthony looks so shocked. Anthony's very shocked in the moment to realize that Utana just looked like Dio's, but wasn't actually Dio's. And oh. we see the ground has split open. What the hell? And Kane is yelling out for Akio over a coffin. And the shadow girls say, have you heard? It's the headmaster. Yes, it's the headmaster. We were wondering where you were. And it turns out you've been six feet under. So we wonder how you died. Someone buried you after all. Then who's the one who did this thing? Captain, Captain, have you heard? It's the owner of the flower bed. Shiori pipes in to say. And identifies that uh, Anthe is the reason that Akio is dead. She says, watch this tape. I will prove it. She's got receipts. <laughs> Shiori came with the receipts.
1: <laughs> this is such a trippy movie.
0: It is. Yeah.
1: Oh, she, was, oh, she, she saw yeah. it.
2: And she looked like um, Dio said she was running off.
0: Yeah. Utna's running after Anthe. We see on the videotape again, we see Akio and what is assumed to be Anthe's knee.
1: Maybe her elbow.
0: No, it's her knee. He starts to go and touch her. And, she sa- and he says, what, you weren't asleep?
1: Into the- How long into
0: the- How the- long have you been awake? Have you never been asleep? Did you always only pretend to be asleep? Anthe rises up and says, don't worry. You are my prince, dear brother.
3: Oh you can God. be with
0: me as you please. Don't talk like that. I'm not like that, Akio Lies.
3: What the hell?
0: Akio had been under the assumption that Anthe was drugged and passed out when he was doing awful things to her. And then is horrified to find out that, no, she was awake. She saw. She knew. Akio is frantically looking for the key to the car. Anthe tells him to calm down and says, you're the prince, so you can do whatever. And Akio grabs her and pushes her to the ground. Mm. And stabs her through the chest. Explaining that hole we saw earlier. Yeah. And then he jumps off their balcony, I guess. Kind of like flips
2: over. But not
0: intentionally. Kind of walks off.
2: But this is scandalous, quote unquote. Which is interesting.
0: This part is very reminiscent of the Black Rose arc.
1: Yeah, this is straight up the Black Rose
0: because most of the plot points from Black Rose do not appear in this movie, but this does, and it's more of an aesthetic resemblance than it is a plot resemblance.
1: To the creepiest thing in Utena. All engaged couples,
0: please sit in the back. <laughs> There's a sign directing Utena to wait in the back because she's part of an engaged couple.
1: Professional booth.
0: Utena Welcome. walks into... The elevator of doom.
1: And Toga is inexplicably there.
0: Naturally. She asks him where Anthe is, and the elevator starts to move down.
1: I have a question. Yeah? Is Toga alive? Who knows? Because they mentioned, like, who's Toga? And, like, she's the only one who seems to interact with him, except for Anthony, who's a witch.
0: I think the Shadow Girls may have mentioned him uh. earlier in the movie. Mm-hmm. Toga says there is no prince in the flesh. That's why this game was created, to fill that void. When she became the Rose Bride, the Castle of Eternity showed up. That's right, when she killed her brother, the prince. She killed him. Utena says that's not true. There never was a live prince to begin with. And we see a flashback. Toga. And he and presumably Naname were on a bench. Utena says she's starting to remember... What happened when they were separated? Don't you remember a boy drowned in the river at our school back then? Toga maybe. says maybe that happened. Utana says it did. There was a girl who fell in the river from a boat. A boy jumped into the river to save the girl, and he drowned instead. If we remember, Jury told us a similar story in the yeah. series finale. Utana, he did.
1: Why did I forget that until now?
0: Good question, Utana. Good question. Naname is shouting for help, but no one seems to be coming. Toga says, Utena, won't you come with me? I'm right here now. I'm always thinking of you. I promise to love you until the end of the world. Ooh. Isn't that enough? Let's be happy here.
1: I'm telling you, I think he's dead.
0: Yeah. She says, you said that back then, too. That night when I was crying alone in the chapel. You gently embraced me, saying how you thought of me. The water starts to rise on Toga's end, but not on Utana's. She says, "Thank you. You really were my prince."
1: Wait, so it was Utana, not Naname. Yeah,
0: I guess it was mm-hmm. Utana. I thought it was Naname. but
1: so I was right.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you yeah, were. Toga's, Toga's dead. It's fine. I've been dead the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah.
1: Oh my God.
0: They kind of kiss for one last time. For at least toga yeah. floats off into the water at least his outfit was dope yeah did it for the aesthetic
1: how, how am i mourning for toga right now
2: right this movie well, does a really good, a, good job with his background and his backstory
1: you know because he's
0: not a manipulative shithead in this version you
1: know it occurs yeah. to me that in, in this version toga became what he appeared to be if we're Ooh. talking about the invert everyone's sort of inverse you know, yeah. The opposite of Togo was someone who actually was a prince.
0: That's what he always wanted to be.
1: It's always what he mm-hmm. needed to be.
0: Utena found Anthe.
1: I didn't notice that she Utena's was. She was
0: walking up the stairs, Anthe says, I finally found him, Utena. You are my true prince. You are now the the prince of the academy. Any miracle and all eternity are yours, as long as you stay in this world. And they grab each other's hands... And Anthe starts to bring Utana's hand to her chest to coax out a sword and Utina says, Let's get out of here. Let's go. To the outside world. I'm not gonna cry. Like,
1: what is, <laughs> is that, like,
0: um they approach what appears to a be car a car and, and wash. I
1: guess Utana dies.
0: And Utana <laughs> is being pulled away and she's like, Anthe, come on, let's go to the outside world, but Anthe says she can't, and she pulls <gasps> Utena's ring away, as Utena is- I
1: Presumably dead.
0: Incorporated into the washing machine, the car wash. What
1: the fuck?
0: Welcome to this movie, oh my gosh. And we finally get the absolute destiny apocalypse music. Dual time, in a way. And Utena does the thing briefly that- but- And I always did with the end of the world, but it's her and then her jacket flies off and then we don't see her again. Except we kinda see her again, but not entirely. Some weird stuff is happening, it's kinda hard to explain what's going on, uh Without just saying outright what is happening. This is a very weird sequence with a bunch of moving parts going on. This sequence
1: is weird. The whole movie is weird. (laughs)
0: This part in particular is like impossible to explain. Unless you know. This doesn't make
1: any fucking sense. Nope.
0: (laughs) Well, yes, but no. It makes sense, but only when you see what happens on the other side to the other side. Basically, we're seeing a bunch of car wash animation if you're just curious. Yeah. Gotta see it to believe it.
1: Uh, I.
0: Utana emerges. Utana is a car now. Nice little vanity plate. Utana is a car now. <laughs> The car is beginning to rust over, just yeah. like Akio said it would, and we see again Akio fretting. I can't find the key. A car without its key is stuck and goes to rust. Where's the key? But Anthy has the key. I wish I had a key right. like that. It would be very sick. Oh, I do too. Anthy gets in the car and she puts the definitely not phallic key in the definitely not vaginal key slot. And
1: I you really have to say it like that. <laughs> turns
0: the car on. <laughs> it's a theme. Caution, danger ahead. You will die. <laughs> what? The radio station has Eco and Fco playing their live radio coverage. This is amazing. Yeah, what? There's, okay, like this whole, there's like this whole radio station call center full of shadow girls. <laughs>
3: I what love all
0: of them. The hell? It's really amazing and gorgeous, honestly. <laughs>
1: what the hell, you guys? <laughs> is this like a racing game now?
0: Yep. Basically, the Shadow Girls say Anthe is in the lead all by herself. Of course, there's only one car, so it's natural she's in the lead. You're not supposed to You're say that. <laughs> extra, extra, a black car is gaining from behind. Wonder who this car is. Rearview mirror just the best line in the whole damn movie is about to happen. Abby, you, you got it. Take it away? <laughs> Wait for it. The car is Shiori. Yeah. It's a
2: big mistake to think that you're the only one who can turn into a car. <laughs> I'm a car now, too.
0: <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what the hell, you guys? Iconic. Amazing. What?
2: It's honestly Why? iconic.
0: She plays rough. Of course she does. Shiori is. The Shiori the car is ramming into Utena the car, and she says, I won't let you be the only one that gets to escape this world. And she's running into a bunch of cones, and then she runs into the wall, and Shiori is totaled now. She's dead. Yeah. She exploded. Basically. <laughs> Poor <Shiori>. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Shiori. Oh, well, the black car just crashed. Auntie Himemia leads all by herself again. Interesting, though, the dub, despite the fact that throughout most of the series, they called her uh, Anthe-Hememia, in the dub of this movie, they call her Anthe-Hememia, like they do in the very first episode of the dub. Huh. It's weird and jarring. (laughs) This
2: music uh, is amazing, also.
1: I have no idea what is going on right now.
2: Kage vegetable scanner. Shiori's license plate is pulverized.
0: And we see the Shiori car going down in flames. Literally just like a car fire. (laughs) A bunch of cars are chasing after the Utena car. They're really increasing in number. They're like the devil.
1: I've never seen a swarm this large.
0: Are there like locusts? Or cicadas? Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they look like locusts. Locusts, yeah.
1: Cicadas are fatter and also would be yeah
2: Locusts, um... Yeah, it makes oh, more
1: sense. the car's eyes were all weird.
2: Cause her lights are turning on. Because she's in a tunnel. Oh.
1: She's
0: a good she's a good car. She has all the best features. They went in a tunnel, so now they're not it's getting people. reception you know, of How the Eco and the show. And all of these black cars have gone up on the walls of the tunnel and are surrounding the Utena car and trying to sabotage it, and destroy it, but it keeps on keeps on trucking. It's the most intense like Mario Kart round ever. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I would definitely play a racing game based off of just this part of the movie. Honestly.
1: This would be the weirdest fucking racing game.
2: The most amazing, you mean? Agreed. I
1: have literally no idea what any of this <laughs> means. <laughs> Who is that? Is that supposed to be somebody?
2: Wait for
0: it. This animation is amazing.
1: Yeah. Wait a minute.
0: And to save the day, our Yay! student council members! And and the car! I can't forget the car!
1: They Wait, who's the car?
0: We'll see. They have all <laughs> gotten together to help... Is that the stockwatch? <laughs> like they, the they saved... Utana and Mickey used the song Oh my
1: God. only
0: moment in the series on the little Wakaba Jeep.
1: The Wakaba Jeep.
0: Wakaba became a car too. You're heading for the outside, aren't you? Oh I know you can make it and find the outside, Mickey says to her. We plan on following you eventually. Sanji says when we meet outside, I'll be there to seduce you of because course Sanji's terrible. Uh, But it's so endearing. It is much more endearing in this version than the version of him that we're used to from the show. Mm -hmm. It just seems more like casually flirtatious than outright creepy. Yeah. The exit to the outside world. They are fast approaching the exit to the outside world.
1: What is this? A castle?
0: Is it the landmark for the exit? (laughs) This
2: music is awesome.
1: It is good. The music has been consistently awesome.
0: I call this the
2: the theme song DDR remix.
0: <laughs> They're right up oh, next to shit. the castle now. What have you? It's right side up. Kind oh, of. good point. It is, I think. Is it
1: a car?
0: It seems to be on The castle is a wheels. fucking car. It's a trap. That's not the exit. Run.
1: What the hell? Is it anyone else a car?
0: I don't think so, but honestly, you know.
1: Does come back from the dead to also be a car?
0: Don't say such things. Cursed words. The castle really does look gorgeous. It's got these, like, technicolor rainbows on it that it's just, like, you have to see it to believe yeah. it. Yeah,
2: these streams of light coming off of it. Yeah, it is right side up. This is
0: so weird. There's a bypass to the left in a kilometer. Go there and come back to our world. But Anthy's not running anymore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry. Oh my gosh! Anthy says, "Let's go to the outside world." And here we go.
1: Wait, she's all fixed again. How she? Oh, it's also different shape. The car was the
0: cloaked in red fabric, and then it's all fixed again. And they race towards the exit. They have to evade a bunch of tires that are underneath the castle that has been riding ahead of them. But they're making it. They are. Anthy can drive. Apparently, Anthony's hands are tight on the steering wheel as they evade back and forth around all
2: these tires. It's a stick.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) left. It's such a cool car design.
0: It really is. The design of this car kind of reminds me of those Cylon ships in Battlestar Galactica. (laughs) A little bit. They look a little like a Cylon Raider. Yeah. Yeah, the raiders. Yeah, that's good. the word I was looking for. I got you. Clear! raid they it! They're all cheering! They're adorable.
1: Well, that's not what I expected to happen.
0: It looks like they're not going to make it out, even though they kind of did. They still have to get past the rest of the car. The rest of the castle car thing. It's like these tracks trying to smush him. The car is broken down to its basic frame, <sighs> and Anthe sees Akio walking down the road ahead of her. In his prince outfit. It's Dios.
1: He's like really big.
0: His hands look really tiny. <laughs> yeah. Anthony says, brother. And he says, that's right. It's your prince. You don't have to be afraid anymore. Let's go back. To that closed world where you can be a living corpse. So enticing. She says, my condolences. You can only be a prince in that world. But I and Utuna too will leave for the outside world. Akio says, don't. You'll only end up at the end of the world. She says, that may be. But we're going of our own will. Goodbye, my prince.
1: He just looks at her.
0: I see. That's too bad, he says. But you'll have to continue to be princesses back there. It's easy. You just need to be a living corpse. And he's trying to make the tracks crush Anthe even more. But she keeps going. And against all odds, they're pushing against this force that's trying to keep pushing them back. And Anthe says, grant me the power. And everything breaks. Oh, man. This is amazing. And they explode in a bunch of roses. And Anthy finishes what she was saying to revolutionize the world, they're on the, the barest, they're on the barest bits of that car frame right now. Castle's crumbling; it's blowing away in the wind, leaving only rose petals. Yeah, and here's our call center. A really great detail is we'll see up here in this call center. One of the uniforms says "Anthe Hememia" on it, and one of them says "Utana Tenjo." They're just straw figures now, like scarecrows almost. They've fallen over.
1: And now there are clouds, I think?
0: Yeah, we see some clouds, and it's panning down to the ground beneath those clouds.
1: Some kind of apocalyptic landscape. Oh, it's a school. We're seeing
0: remnants of places in the school that we've seen before in this movie, but they're all broken down now, and... We see Utena and Anthe still basically an engine on two wheels they're riding on with their hair flying behind them. They're kind of like on a luge right now is what it looks like. And they're laying naked side by side with their hair flowing in the wind. Neither of them have nipples. It's fine.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> like a the end of It's fine. <laughs> yeah,
0: basically. Anthe grabs Utana's hand and says, Utena, I understand now. We were born in the outside world. Then we're returning to the place where we came from, Utena says. Mm. I understand now, too, why you sought me and why I didn't reject you. We were together in killing the prince. That's right. The outside world has no roads. but You can always build new roads. That's why we must go. As we travel, the world will get bigger by that much, I'm sure. And now we're about to get the famous scene that everyone knows from this movie.
1: We haven't already seen the iconic scene?
0: No. no. Nah. They're looking at each other and it's great. And then they lean together. And then they kiss. Finally. As they right, entwined in each other's limbs, their hair flying in the wind on their weird little... Car luge. (laughs) What? It's like a luge thing. We see the castle in the distance, but Uta and Anthe are free of it now. They're gonna make their own destiny, and that's the movie. Yep. Yeah. So that was a lot. Alice, how you feeling?
1: What the hell, you guys?
0: (laughs) Hey, what the hell just happened?
1: What the hell?
0: Come on, when again?
1: What does it mean? Yeah.
0: What doesn't no. it mean? Exactly. That's what we get no. to talk about now.
1: I don't understand.
0: Yeah. That's what we get to talk about now, is what it, yeah, yeah. What it does or does not mean. I mean, I yeah, actually I have what
1: actual what thoughts. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out how to get over the fact that what the hell happened to the last 30 minutes of that movie.
0: Intense
2: symbolism. Not subtle at all.
1: Okay, so I was joking when I said End of Uthana before, but like, it's Okay, so <laughs> the end of Eva, the movie makes more sense and is more coherent than really? the end of the series.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: And whereas this, the end of the series, is way more coherent than the end of this movie.
3: <laughs> well,
2: In
1: a purely yeah, like would, physical sense. I would
0: say that. Yeah. Well, the difference is, is that the end of evangelion movie only encompasses two days of the uh, neon genesis evangelion story whereas this is an entire reimagining of the whole plot of the series
1: i assume you gotta break it down with these themes like god i don't even know where to begin
2: um i'm trying to think what a good place to start would be because there is a lot what's like what your major like what i guess struck you maybe as this is in terms of differences from this and the series that's a good place to start yeah
0: well there's a lot of the plot of this if you can if you can call it a plot uh there's a lot of the plot narrative In this movie, the narrative of this movie that has been streamlined from its anime series counterpart, because instead of like building up to the idea that Utsuna has feelings about Toga. We instead have that kind of like brought to us in the beginning, mm-hmm. instead of slowly getting to know what kind of person Anthe is underneath her living doll disguise. Her, yeah. yeah, her living corpse Id- like identity that she has fashioned for herself around the rest of those everyone, basically we already kind of get this glimpse of her as like a multifaceted person definitely
2: that that's i think a theme we see throughout this movie at least with the characters who get development like toga um i think the, i'm pretty sure if i'm not mistaken the movie takes a lot of cues from the manga actually with the kind of relationship between toga and utina especially
0: i still haven't read the manga i did just get it in the mail but i haven't read it exciting it's
2: it's yeah so alice knows what i'm talking about yeah
0: yeah and especially
2: the the background backstory with toga that i think they wanted to include in the anime but then his voice actor got sick so they couldn't do any of that during like the black rose saga i'm pretty sure that's a thing yeah so we would have gotten him to be more fleshed out because he's definitely more sympathetic here because we see he's also struggled with like abuse um you know like Anthony has
1: Toga in the movie is okay taking series movie and manga there's sort of a co- mm-hmm. continuum of togas and I'd put, yeah. <laughs> I would put
3: I would put the
1: manga toga in the middle as being compromised between series and show I mean series and movie
2: yeah I would agree with that I think the movie goes hard like it it's a yeah it's more
0: extreme in it's both themes and the ways these characters are portrayed. That's a good yeah. word. Everything about this in comparison to the anime series is extreme.
2: Yeah, it's like on steroids. It's like all these themes are just ramped up. Everybody's almost almost a caricature of themselves, but not quite. Um, they're just even more symbolic. Like I think they teeter that line between like being a real person and being a symbol. But that's what's great about Uten is I think it, it hits that balance pretty well. So even in this, I still feel like we get enough of these characters that they... They still exist as entities and not just themes.
0: I think it's interesting the more prominent role that Shiori was given in this yeah, movie as cool. compared to her role in the series. Because for as much as like the series is concerned, Shiori mostly only has stuff to do with Juri and Ruka. 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 Yeah. And that's basically it. Like, I mean, she there's stuff with Utana, but that's just because Utana has to be involved in everything. But, like, Shiori yeah. is sort of in this, like, contained jury subplot when it comes to the series. But here, she's more of, like, an actual main player of the plot, yeah. in a way, that I find yeah. really interesting.
2: Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I was thinking about that and yeah, because she's in terms of what, what then is she supposed to like symbolize, what then is she supposed to be and she's kind of this like evil, like that catty kind of female presence you know, antagonizing Anthe and it's like, it's almost like the worst of her, like part of the worst of her from the series right and she's not head. unlikely, yeah yeah, yeah. but she's not able to get past that and so she just literally goes down in flames. she's kind of still stuck in that Right.
0: Yeah. No. I, I love Shiori. I know I
2: shouldn't, <laughs> but I do. I
0: like Shiori. I think that she is really interesting. And she I is. She's definitely a lot more interesting than people are probably willing to give her credit for. Because she does sort of just at first seem like this... Awful mean girl who's torturing everyone's favorite tragic lesbian. So uh-huh. like it's it's easy to not like Shiori, but there's a lot more there that people are willing to really look at. I think.
2: Yeah, and the move in the, in this movie kind of makes that a little more explicit. I think those parts that yeah, like yeah, yeah. I do not really thought about Shiori in this movie, but I mean, she has like the best line. So like that she something.
0: does. <laughs> and there's that bit where she says that jury is disgusting for having the locket yeah, yeah.
2: it's, it's just, we don't quite get that subplot but i mean it pretty much echoes what she says in this series like those kind of feelings that you know it's gross it's disgusting like yeah that kind of
0: internalized <laughs> homophobia oh yes it's i definitely think of this as internalized homophobia because like I feel like yeah like you said this thought that she has is still there in the series but Mm -hmm. I feel like it's I mean like with everything in the movie it's much stronger because everything kind of has to be stronger just so it can be there at all because we only have an hour and 25 minutes
2: yes Yes, exactly. So they accentuate those key aspects kind of of her, her character and her kind of character journey. Those aspects that, yeah, that she's supposed to highlight thematically.
0: Alice, what was your favorite part of the movie? And why was it when we got to see Naname <laughs> as a cow for like three seconds?
2: It was longer than three seconds. I forgot how long that was. It was pretty It great. was
0: actually, even though I watched this earlier, that scene was a lot longer than I remembered it being. And I just, the entire time, Very upset that actual Naname did not appear in this movie. But I guess that's par for the course. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's favorite part of the movie. It's a lot. It's hard. I think my favorite part of the movie is actually probably them dancing.
3: Yeah. It's so beautiful.
1: (laughs) It's either going to be them dancing or their very beginning of their first meeting. Mm Mm-hmm. Which was so, so well done. Yeah,
0: it's a good good part. I like that, I mean, you know, we've talked about how the movie kind of ramps up everything that's supposed to be more subtextual in the series. I like that we do get, even though it's still kind of played subtle here, there is the definite confirmation that, yeah, being the Rose Bride means consummating that union. Mm, yeah.
1: There was a lot more, like, there was a lot of stuff that was not explicit in the show, which was decidedly explicit in the movie.
0: Well, that probably has to do with a difference in audience, because the show would have been shown on, like, TV, whereas I feel like the movie would have had more of an ability to tailor its audience to... older fans even though mostly utana should probably not be enjoyed by younger people because of all the icky incest that happens but like
1: or the toga scene jesus
0: yeah That, that was yeah yeah also that the implications of the toga stuff in this movie were very different from what we get in the anime series, pretty much at all. We don't really see, we don't see any of that in the series. Was that yeah. in the manga, Alice? Do you remember? Oh dear.
1: I do not remember that being it, in the manga.
0: I, I mean, I, you would probably remember if it was there. I, yeah. yeah
1: i definitely remember that
0: yeah
2: i would remember that too i don't i don't believe it it is but i mean definitely i mean helps explain the fact he has long hair i mean as much as you need to explain that i guess in an anime uh, where know, all species have it's long hair to
1: explain that because then it, oh god i don't even want to talk about it
2: yeah it's it's hard but it's it's important and i mean it fits god. it fits thematically with what a lot of these characters are going through um and it flushes out Toga's character a lot um, makes him even more sympathetic, even though I think overall he's more sympathetic in the movie.
3: Um,
0: oh yeah, absolutely. I don't I consider Toga marginally sympathetic in the show mm-hmm. for different reasons, but yes. like movie version Toga doesn't have any of the stuff or doesn't have most of the stuff that makes Toga of the series such an awful person. <laughs> yeah like it he doesn't have any of the manipulative stuff he doesn't have any of the like two-timing and messing with people and being a general shithead to everybody well he's and, also
1: like dead
0: well i mean yeah there's that that there's that i guess being dead will make you more sympathetic ow i shouldn't say that i'm sorry <laughs> i didn't think about that before the words came out of my mouth ow. yeah that's not what i meant
1: wow let's
0: wow that's a, wrap you guys.
1: that's a wrap you guys
0: let's move past this anyway pretend i didn't say that let's move on um toga better in the movie because he doesn't act shitty to people
2: yeah i mean i think that also plays into this fact that in the movie there's this idea that there is no prince they've already killed the prince right so he doesn't <coughs> have that role he's trying to fill like he was in um the series he was still there's constrained by that yeah, but yeah. this time we're in this loop, we're in this this iteration of Otori, where that's that kind of aspect of the game is gone, um, and they're playing a slightly different one.
0: Yeah, Akio isn't really there throughout, like, he's also dead throughout this whole thing. These two figures that we saw in the series
2: as these, like, most aggressive reminders of this kind of masculine, princely figure are just, they're dead and buried, and that's Quite not yeah
1: that was that was definitely a surprise i mean everything basically past the middle point of this movie is just i don't even know it's just confusing as hell
0: yeah the whole movie is pretty confusing but i feel like it's in like a good way
2: yeah i mean i think it's confusing because it's so abstract like, honestly, I think I understood this movie more than I did, like, the end of Evangelion. Because Evangelion, it's more like the mythos and everything. But when, especially re-watching this movie, um, I think it, it really helps. Um, you catch a lot more of things, kind of symbols. I mean, maybe it's just because my brain is trained to, like, latch onto these symbols and break them down. Yeah,
0: no, yeah, like, you definitely have a point. I feel like the first time that you watch adolescence of utana it's sort of like an experience that you have to let yes. wash over you but yes. then, like watching it a second time allows you to really reflect on what it is that you're looking at because you're not wondering what's going to happen next you already know what's going to happen next so you get to spend time looking at the details
3: Mm-hmm.
0: doubles in the details
1: um it, gosh there were so many
0: yeah
2: um yeah, there's so many details. It's such such a beautiful thing. Um, yeah, like one of the details, like, I took like a couple of notes that I thought were interesting. Yeah, when, um, when Anthony and Utena first, first kind of meet and just like the look on Anthony's face when she, like, she has this ring, it's just like so striking. And we were talking about if this is a time loop. And theoretically then, I, I would assume Anthy has lived through this before. She keeps some sort of recollection of what's gone on, but Utena obviously
1: doesn't. How are they time looping
0: though? Cool. I it's, I think it's just the implication that they're time looping because like Toga says that thing about how many times have we done this and yeah. this is a different version of the story the that we've already seen so it could be inferred that like the series and the movie and maybe even the manga are all separate time loops that this story has gone through. How are
1: they time looping though?
0: I don't know, because, like, maybe at the end of other time loops, Utena doesn't make it out, and so it has to start over, or some bullshit. Yeah, it's probably, like, I think
2: there's an aspect to it, but also there's the aspect that Anthe, I think that's key, because in this, Utena says, yeah, let's go, but she has to convince Anthe to come with her, just like in the series. There's this idea that Anthe has to be the one who makes that choice, and so it's kind of Anthe working through that. Um, but yeah, in terms of why it's time looping, I mean, I think there's this aspect that it's just this narrative that's kind of broken that fairy tale narrative again. So it's like, what happens to the end of a fairy tale? And so that, that's how I kind of see it as this loop.
1: Um, it's yeah. Okay. So the thing about loop is that loop implies a repetition, whereas almost nothing mm-hmm. in this is repeated it is echoes of something or really
0: yeah, like this is this is it's a, a singular idea. this is a singular loop.
1: Okay, yes. I'm going to I'm going to yes. to preface this with, hey listeners, if you are reading The Dark Tower, <laughs> I'm about to spoil the end for you.
2: Ooh, I do not know The Dark Tower, so do tell,
1: listeners. There's about to be some heavy duty Dark Tower spoilers. You may want to skip ahead about a minute. Okay,
0: if you are not interested in spoilers for Stephen King's The Dark Tower series, I guess just skip ahead i don't have a time stamp for you i'm sorry
1: okay the dark tower ends like the whole thing had for had for has been roland descane last gunslinger last of the line of the eld and last of gilead has been searching for the dark tower the pinnacle the nexus of all of existence and he finds it and he gets to the top and he opens the door at the top
3: mm-hmm. and
1: is sucked back into a, a He's suddenly given horrible realization that he's done this before many, Mm -hmm. many times. And he is sucked back into the desert from the very beginning of the first book. The the man in black fled across the desert and the gunslinger followed. But there's a difference because this time he has the horn of eld, an artifact of his family's house, which he abandoned in the past before the books began. He chose not to take the second to bend down and grab it at a key point in the narrative. He's a different hmm. person. Now the Roland that is in this new loop is the kind of Roland who would stop and pick up the Horn of Eld at a crucial, that crucial point. It not just events that have changed, but it's people that have changed. It's not just that there are loops. Each one is a different scenario. They've tweaked people and I think now that I think about it I realize that if 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 that's true then you can see across the board everyone is tweaked we we were thinking inversions yeah. like but not they're not all inverted like the colors are but like toga has been tweaked so that something about him allowed him to become that thing which he had only appeared to be like that tweak mm-hmm. like m- instead of being mute or completely docile For much of the time, for much much of the her screen time, Anthe is vibrant yet just as mysterious. Mm -hmm. You have like Usna carries herself different; she walks differently. She she that sort of like again, but this time just a little different.
0: Yeah, Yeah, like I guess maybe time loop isn't necessarily the best way to say that because it isn't exactly like. Groundhog Day doing the exact same thing over again, even though they are hitting a lot of the same beats over and over again. Each time that it happens, they seem to be different, which Mm -hmm. is how we get here to the, for lack of a better way of saying it, time loop in which Anthony has made the choice to leave. Yeah. Which we kind of get the implication of that in the series also because mm-hmm. there's the implication that the dueling game has happened before and it'll happen again.
3: Yeah.
2: So say we all. all. Yeah. No, yeah. Saying, oh, no. I was just making the Battlestar Galactica reference as I oh, do.
0: <laughs> but I, I thought you were going to say something else about uh, the repetition. Oh,
2: Oh. Um, yeah. About, yeah, maybe less of the time loop. I kind of see it more kind of like, um, almost like the butterfly effect maybe kind of these alternate timelines almost like every decision made but then there's also kind of like a reset so it's yeah leap, but it's kind of like a jolt back to the beginning of the story you know yeah. utina comes to the school they have to go through it again but it's like there's a difference like a choose your own adventure right so depending what choices maybe theoretically i guess Anthy made could be utina though i don't know how much because well, she both. does seem like key moments yeah because it does seem both of them have these different moments and Anthony has these realizations when utino does something specific it's like well maybe last time she didn't do that maybe she didn't quite have the princely you know Diaz thing going on in the past time lines or whatever yeah yeah it's it's fascinating i I love this movie (laughs) there's so many ways to read it that's what i think is beautiful about it
1: yeah absolutely
0: yeah, yeah, Do we have other things that we want to talk about about the movie?
3: Well, I mean,
0: he yeah. is
2: he is. I love um at the beginning of the of the movie I was looking at the, the credits, um, when they have all those little like cards and little pictures that mm-hmm. kind of echo the pictures that we see in the hall, that Ikuhara's little card is the whole the castle with the boat, so kind of foreshadowing all the stuff that happens with Toga. Um, I'm like, Of course, Yukara. Of course, You've been you telling us the entire time. I know. Like, uh, what a guy. Um, well, I think one of the most important things about this movie to think about is its reimagining of um, cars, because we've yeah. seen a lot of cars over the series of Revolutionary Girl Utena. They were oh, key yeah. in many in the whole akio Matori arc, especially. Um,
0: and I we literally a- saw Akio's car.
2: Yeah, we did a little bit, and I thought it was really interesting this time because they talk about how you know, a good-looking guy. Um, what is it? Good. Yeah, a good-looking guy goes well with you know like a nice you know like a good-looking car, and um, it's really cool because it's like this time it's Akio who's being objectified, (laughs) right? I mean, he's objectified as well in the series, but considering how little we see of him, I think it's significant. Um, but yeah, I think this reimagining of the cars in the show. In the in the movie is really significant because cars in the series um, are always the symbol of like this masculine kind of phallic power, right? We have Akio; he's the only one who really gets to leave the school and come and go as he pleases with his bright red, you know, car. No,
3: he doesn't have the key. Um,
2: but here, he doesn't have the key. Anthy has the key, and Anthy uh, gets to leave with the help of Utana, who is now a car.
0: Utana, her literal vehicle of escape. Exactly,
2: exactly. And in this way, like it's women helping each other, like finding this other means to escape. That's that's key here. Yeah. And then you know, Utana. Like, um, I actually went to a panel at um Oticon this past year about um the, what was it? I looked it up. The dual name revolution, making sense of revolutionary girl Utana. Um, presented by Fro- Frobor. and it was really funny because watching it, he his whole thing was explaining why does Utina turn to a car? Like, why does that make sense? And it was really funny because watching it, I was like, oh, you've reached the same conclusions I did. It's like, she is this this vehicle, like you said, for Anthy to help leave Otori. And, you know, the woman has the agency to leave and has the power to leave and be transformed. Um, it's not Akio that just holds the keys anymore. Um, that's really cool how he twists those themes that he really set up in this series. Um, especially with cars, like, it, the the woman and the cars, I mean, even in the duels, when they would be driving around, they would just be sitting in the car, right? Yeah. They were never driving. They were always yeah. very passive. Yeah. So, cars, man. Vroom, I vroom. feel like
0: there could easily be a real-world parallel drawn between, like, this idea of not allowing women access to vehicles and places Mm -hmm. in the real world where women are forbidden from driving because it's seen Mm -hmm. as, I mean, not from the people who want to forbid the driving, but it's a method of regaining autonomy for women. Mm -hmm. And so like when Anthony has access to Utana the car, she's allowed to regain her autonomy and make her own decisions for herself and not For her prince, for Akio, for whoever it is that she's engaged to. She doesn't have to do that anymore. She can make her own escape for her own reasons. For her own will.
2: Exactly. She's not beholden to anybody. Um, She doesn't have to go for a ride in anybody else's car. She can just go for a ride
0: herself.
1: (laughs) And Utada, apparently.
0: Yep. Yep. I'm not gonna make the joke about going for a ride in Utana, but I'm gonna put it out there.
1: Uh, we would like to submit the joke to the general public as a thing uh, that, uh, is, that is there.
2: It, it's it's there. It's I mean, like anything in Utana, that kind of it's it's never very subtle, and it's pretty easy to to make those weeps
0: It is not difficult at all to draw <laughs> any sort of phallic or vaginal imagery from pretty much anything in the show it's there it's not hiding it's not pretending to be subtle especially not in the movie
2: no no especially not in the movie you're you're right there because
0: this movie doesn't have time for subtlety it doesn't um it does have a
1: lot of time for like giving me lots of confusion
0: well that's what it's supposed to do
2: yeah obviously um yeah what about okay? So, Alice, what are your thoughts on short hair Utina? Like not just I mean aesthetically, of course, but also like in general, because I think that's I think it's pretty significant to how we're seeing her character. But I heard you thought.
1: Um, I'm not sure, but I do have. Here's a thought. I had, a, I when when she's first time one of the first times we see Utina walking. You noticed this at the same time as I did, I think, Mm -hmm. that she had her hands in her pockets. Mm -hmm. Do you remember what you referred to that as being like?
2: Her her regal bearing, right? And then you also
1: said, there you go. Yeah. It's interesting to me that this movie does weigh the extremes of of how Utna is presenting and presented mm-hmm. are way way farther apart than in the show boots yes. not always in the show it's always has long hair she like she stays in this kind of middle space except for you know when she has the blue screen of death kind of heroic blue screen of death thing
2: oh god yeah
1: and any deviation from this middle ground of androgyny Mm-hmm. is treated within the show as being like a big deal. Yeah. Whereas here, like we see Utana both as literally someone thinks that she is a boy.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: To like, is over the top feminine as we get Utena ever being uh, presenting as.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: that's interesting to me. I'm not entirely sure what to make of that, except that it is indeed again, kind of inverted from the show?
2: Well, I I see less as inversion and more like if we are seeing, well, for me, this is all kind of structured around this idea I have because it is kind of a, kind of a sequel, right? Um, but she's kind of yeah. come along in her character journey and especially in terms of like thinking through gender and identity and like she's in a different place that she's much more comfortable. Like she's kind of flirty with Wakaba even. Um, and she's just like, this is who she is and she's totally okay with that um yeah i'm trying to see because like especially if like the of the show is so oppressive this one it's starting to crumble a little bit
0: right
1: mm-hmm. she's yeah i mean she's obviously more comfortable with it because we see her mm-hmm. have other options
0: yeah she has dresses in her closet and doesn't seem to like consider yeah. that to be out of she doesn't see these dresses as being something that's like quote unquote out of character for her yeah No, Whereas not at all. In, in the show like every time that she is sort of made to wear anything more feminine she's very uncomfortable with that and like she's mm-hmm. like it just doesn't suit me from a dress to the pair of earrings that Akia yeah. got for her oh god Awful. But great <laughs> example.
2: Great example. No, exactly. She's a lot more comfortable now in navigating those roles as, as she pleases. Like, they're literally, I mean, it's all a performance, and she's okay playing whatever role in that.
0: There is the line at the end where they talk about there are no roads outside of Otori that felt very yes. important to me. Yes. Me too, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how do you feel about that, Abby? I
2: have a lot of feelings about that. I mean, there's this idea um, that, I mean, we're finally getting Anthony and Utina together and recognizing that they, they love each other in a way that's not just friends. Not that that's you know ever just, but they're accepting those feelings for each other, expecting that part of their their um their sexuality. And then so yeah, there's no roadmap for that. There's no roadmap for that kind oh, of existence. I... That, you know, you're deviating from that heteronormative path.
0: They don't have and a model for this no, kind of relationship.
2: Not at all, but they can make their own. And at that when I saw that at the end of this movie, like, the first time, I was just so struck by that. It's so incredibly moving. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I also feel like that sort of ties back into, like, the gender roles thing, because, mm-hmm. like not only do they not have a model for this kind of relationship, they don't have a model for the gender roles that would usually be a part of yes. a romantic relationship.
2: Yes. Yeah. They're, they're, they're breaking completely with these, that, the princes and princesses, all those kind of ideas are thrown out the window. Just them and their, what is it? Their luge sled car
0: <laughs> against the world. Where we're going, we don't need princesses. I'm,
2: They don't. They just need each other, and that's what's so important. Because I think that's why at the end of the the series, you know, Utina, she succeeds. She brings the world revolution in a more subtle way, but at the same time, she's still a bit beholden to that princely idea. She's not quite just Utina yet, but she's able to get out. And then here, I think we see her. She's Utina. She's not like maybe she's trying to be a prince, but not really. Like they keep saying that, right? But I didn't really get that impression that she was trying to fulfill that role in the same way she was in the series
0: yeah no like other people seem to be more attached to the idea that Utena is trying to be a prince than she does she mentions Mm -hmm. that she's trying to emulate the prince and she mentions that when she's talking about like her clothing but Mm -hmm. for the most part it whereas in the series Utena was always like I'm being a prince who saves princesses like in this she's just sort of yeah, I'm just being a prince. It's no big deal. And she just sort of like does what she's going to do and does what she thinks that she's what she needs to do. I was going to say what she thinks she's supposed to do, but that felt Mm -hmm. more like I meant when I say supposed to, I mean more guided like what she's supposed to do based on her own principles rather than like what she thinks she's supposed to do based on the surrounding structures of power.
2: Yeah. No, exactly. She's guided more by her she has more confidence in herself.
0: Oh, absolutely. And
2: yeah, that's mm. super key. Um, and how she's portrayed in this movie. Oh, I love this movie.
1: <laughs> wow, that was this movie is an experience.
2: It really is. Yes, it is. I can't wait for you for like to watch it again because I think then you'll I don't want to say you'll appreciate it more, but you'll appreciate it differently because i think even me watching like again this time i was like oh man there's so much here um we also have
0: the movie manga that we're going to read
2: right yeah the i don't remember i mean it's definitely different i do not remember it i
0: have no idea yeah
2: Yeah, i have like staring at it on my shelf as if it will like give me the secrets (laughs) by just staring at the (laughs) spine yeah Reveal your secrets. Yeah, no.
1: Wow, I just, I'm just—I'm really glad that I went into this movie utterly blind.
2: Me too. It was amazing to hear. You were so on point about um, Toga, like way more in touch with it than I think I was the first time.
1: Um, I like the first time I was joking, but then I was very quickly not joking.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And then Panda, you lied to me.
0: I did. I'm sorry. That's why I kept quiet. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't say it. She's totally right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what was I going oh, to do tell you the,
1: the truth? I just, I don't know. I just expected better, I guess. Whatever.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry that this is the last episode of Imagine Me and Yutena where I have disappointed you so severely. <laughs> you never want to do the podcast again.
3: No. That's, it. That's all, folks. No.
1: No, I'm sad. This
0: isn't the last episode. No, there's oh, so, so much more. Really yeah. So much to see. Mm-hmm. So what's wrong with taking the back sheets? Anyway, um, <laughs> do you have anything else in your notes that you want to talk about the movie?
2: Um, trying to see. I wrote a lot of words, um, but I think we've covered most. I really want to talk about the cars. And we did the cars. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just love. I just love this movie so much.
1: I Alice,
0: also do you me. have any other feelings about this movie besides utter I, bewilderment?
1: <laughs> I also love this movie a lot.
0: Oh, I'm glad you liked it.
1: This when this I... is a movie worthy of Utna. It is. It really
2: is. Mm-hmm. What was it? Oh, another thing. When you when y'all actually get to reading the manga, especially in the new manga chapters. Um, that's one thing when I was watching this again because the new manga chapters came out after I watched this I think there's a lot of similarities like visually Um, and maybe in terms of like thematically kind of what they're doing in the movie which I don't know if that's significant or not because it's Utena so could all just be for the aesthetic slash symbolism but it's interesting
0: one thing's for sure Ikuhara isn't going to tell us whether or not it (laughs) is That is
2: very true. Yeah, but that's okay. I mean, like, death of the author, man. Like, your interpretation is valid.
0: Like, just as valid as the creator's. Ikahara is basically death of the author as a person. As a person.
1: Yeah, he Honestly, really Honestly, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it pretty exactly accurate. It means
1: all the things in the world. Fuck you, man.
0: All the things and nothing, all at once. It means everything, man. I'm going to go dress up like Sailor Mars now. Wait, I he mean, did that?
1: He, yeah.
0: It just surprised he cosplayed <laughs> Sailor Mars.
2: <laughs> that is... Oh, my God. That's and amazing. he really
1: basically <laughs> answers questions when people ask stuff, but almost literally... I don't know, man. It just means everything.
2: I've seen like the interviews, but the Sailor Mars tidbit is new and beautiful to me.
0: What the a guy. download of this movie that I have has not only the English dub track and the Japanese audio track, but it also mm-hmm. has the Japanese commentary track (gasps) I haven't gotten to watch that yet but it comes with English subtitles for the Japanese commentary track so I'm very much looking forward to that I'm going to hopefully get to do that between this episode and the next episode that we do and I'll be able to report back my findings Mm -hmm. about the commentary track but I'm very excited about that please do I I
2: can't wait I hope that comes with uh, the Blu-ray too when they do it. Me wanna...
0: too. I can't wait for those Blu-rays to get here. Just, just, just sitting here waiting.
2: Whenever you want, Nozomi. It'll be great when it's ready. Take your time. Make it great. But
0: yeah. But please hurry. <laughs> but please hurry. Also. <laughs> time is all right. I think that that's going to do us for this movie episode. That is gonna. extremely long.
2: Yeah. Bless you, Panda, for, for editing this. Oh,
0: yeah. I'll be fine. <laughs> so, it'll all I be need fine. To,
1: I, I'm, it's going to take me a while to, to figure out what I'm doing.
0: You're going to have to recover.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You need a recovery period. Oh, if you oh,
0: want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Utenicast. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Where Or they follow you on Twitter, Alice.
1: They can follow me at Lyrewolf, which is L-Y-R-E-W-U-L-F.
0: And, Abby, where can the listeners find you on the internet should you wish to be found? You can find me on Twitter where
2: I'm the most active at Abby, A-B-B-Y, says words. Or say swords. I think that all the time and it makes me so happy. Abby,
1: say swords. (laughs) Swords. Yeah. If
0: you would like to follow us on Tumblr, you can do that at imaginemeandyoutanet.tumblr.com. We are a Patreon-supported podcast, and you can find the link to that pretty much wherever you can find any of our social media, and we really appreciate those donations. You guys are great and if you want to come on the show we're gonna have some post-series episodes where we talk about themes and stuff you can send us an email and tell me you know like what it is you're interested in talking about and i'm hopefully going to be scheduling those soon or at least attempting to schedule them because i only have my schedule uh, a week in advance at a time so that'll be a little difficult but send me an email let me know uh What it is you want to talk about and if there are any days of the week that you absolutely cannot record so that we can make sure that we get everybody's schedules sorted out. And I guess that does us for this week, guys. Revolutionize the world, everybody. See you later. Bye.